0: Don't go to the store hungry, don't go angry, and try to shop alone, because you will save money.
1: I'm Julia Cologne, and this is The Zest citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. If you find yourself overspending at the supermarket or even throwing away food because you couldn't eat it fast enough, no judgment, but this episode is for you. Today, we'll get expert advice for how to save money on groceries.
0: Thank you for eating up the latest episode of The Zest. WUSF Public Media also offers a delicious podcast focused on arts and culture in the Sunshine State. The Arts Access Florida podcast highlights arts and cultural organizations right here in Florida. Learn more about these unique institutions, how you can be a part of upcoming events, and so much more. For a culturally enriching experience, subscribe to the Arts Access Florida podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or visit artsaccessflorida.org. That's arts, AXISFL.org. Thanks to our founding sponsor, Community Foundation Tampa Bay. For many of us,
1: saving money at the supermarket is top of mind. So we reached out to Dr. Maria Portelos-Rometo. She's a family and consumer sciences agent with the University of Florida's Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences, Sarasota Extension. She teaches a variety of food-related classes, including grocery shopping for your health. She's also written a series of blog posts aptly titled Saving Money at the Grocery Store. In this conversation, Dr. Portelos-Rometo offers advice for preparing healthy meals on a budget and wasting less food. Since I talked to her, I have made several changes to how I shop, and I think you will too. I am so happy to be speaking with you We all need your advice right now on saving money at the grocery store. In general, what are the biggest mistakes people make that lead to overspending at the grocery store?
0: Well, first, before you even head out to the grocery store, you need to create a plan, a budget of how much you want to spend per month on groceries and you need to stick to that budget so planning is key creating that budget having a grocery shopping list in hand is vital you, you can't just go into the store and think you can wing it because you will impulse buy and overspend
1: oh 100 that's why I, one of the reasons why i like Ordering my groceries and picking them up at the store because it forces the person picking the groceries isn't just going to put a random container of Oreos in my cart if I didn't order it. I reached out to some folks on social media and asked what questions they had about saving money at the grocery store. Lauren wants to know, how often should we be buying groceries daily, weekly? I know some people who shop monthly. I don't even know how they do that.
0: You should shop weekly because uh, you know, there are so many date-sensitive food items uh, that we need to consider and you don't wanna eat or consume foods that are past uh, their expiration date. Going weekly instead of going two or three times a week will avoid uh, impulse buying. There's been some research done that indicates that we spend 54% more Uh, When we uh, go to the store several times on impulse buying. So the research is out there. So every time we go to the stores, many times we will spend at least $20 on that impulse buying. So you equate that to going three times a week. You're at $60 or $240 a month extra on things you really don't need.
1: Oh. I feel convicted. And we're going to get back to this question because I want your tips for how we can make our food last longer so we don't have to return to the store multiple times a week. Katie and Melissa both asked, is it worth driving to multiple stores to save a few bucks per item? Because Publix has the BOGO deals and then you've got stores like Walmart and Target that have their discounts and then there's Aldi and you want to support the local farmer's market. And now gas is expensive, so How do we even decide how many stores we should hit?
0: Today's gas prices, you do really need to shop wisely. You need to plan your trips. If there are some great deals out there, and there are, there's still great deals out there. Perhaps you enter that store, get those great deals, then on your way home, pass by the other store and pick up your items. But to go and bounce around from store to store, you are gonna actually spend more time and money doing so. And also you have to consider food safety. If you are not keeping your groceries, the items that need to be cool at the proper temperature, then you are diminishing their nutritional value, but also food safety wise, you are putting yourself and your family at risk by eating or consuming those types of foods. So really limit how many trips you take after you go to the grocery store, Really, you should head back home.
1: That's a good point. I didn't even think about it. So if you're going to hit multiple stores, you might want to have a cooler with some ice packs in your car.
0: Absolutely. Be prepared. And I know that there are individuals that do keep those ice packs in the trunk of their car, as well as those insulated grocery bags. Those insulated grocery bags are good but in our Florida climate, uh, they are not quite really good enough. So pack, making sure that the grocer packs your ingredients with all the cool items together, not haphazardly into different containers, and then placing that in a cooler in your car with along with ice packs is a wonderful idea.
1: How many stores do you hit?
0: When I go to the store, I usually will only, I try to hit one, but what I'll do is if I do see a good deal and, you know, I'm a working parent like everybody else. uh, And if there is a good deal and I happen to be out running errands, I'll make sure to stop at that store, pick up that item at the very end and then head back home. I don't really have time to go to several stores at once. I love the idea of the farmer's market. I've gone to farmer's markets. Again, you know, if you're going to linger looking at the crafts and everything else, you need to be storing that food safely.
1: Next question, Jamie wants to know, when does it make sense to buy in bulk, such as from Costco, Sam's Club, or maybe even a restaurant supply store? I know that Jamie has a big family. So maybe for her family, it does make sense. But what about the rest of us?
0: Buying larger containers is usually cheaper, but just make sure that your family can consume those food items before they expire. Paper goods and non-perishables at those bigger box stores can make more sense and can be much cheaper than at our local grocery stores. But you have to enter in that there are fees to belong to some of these a big box store. So that has to be entered in into your plan as well.
1: Speaking of the plan, Christina wanted to know, should we use grocery store circulars, those ads that you can pick up on your way in and out of the store lobby? Should we use those circulars and plan meals around what's going to be on sale?
0: Absolutely use those plans. And if uh, you find that there's poultry that is discounted and you were planning on something else, you know, being flexible and choosing the poultry over another ingredient item is a great way to go. But only use coupons, only purchase items that you will use. Don't purchase them just because they happen to be on sale.
1: Oh, that's a very good point. Along the lines of substituting items, Autumn had a question about substitutions to maintain good nutrition. For example, she said tangerines are a great source of vitamin C, but where she lives, they can be expensive. So what's another source of vitamin C? How can we sort of learn how to play that game?
0: And that's a really good question, right? Cause that always puts us at odds. When we want that fresh uh, fruit Versus anything else. So, well, first of all, purchase things that are in season, they'll be cheaper, but not only cheaper, they will be more nutritious, and they'll be better looking uh, more flavorful because they are in season. But don't discriminate against using canned or frozen fruits and vegetables. Many times those items are flash frozen right on the field, which will preserve the nutritive value as well as the flavor and the, and the color. Um, those items are great choices. If you choose to use canned fruits, just make sure they're either canned in water or a hundred percent fruit juice. You don't want to use the heavy syrups and so forth that they use. So just read your labels.
1: How would we know what's in season? At the farmer's market, that's easy because it's whatever's there usually, but if you're going to any other grocery store, how would we know what's in season?
0: Well, we're all familiar with with our climate. So say, for example, we're getting ready to come up to watermelon and cantaloupe season because you'll see that all over the stores. Uh, And then you'll see strawberries all over the stores with great prices. And then all of a sudden you won't see that supply so much anymore and the price will increase. But you can also go to the Florida Department of Ag. There, there's a great resource to finding everything in the state of Florida. What are the peak months? uh, Those items are available. But keeping your eyes open, looking uh, where items are purchased or where they're grown from, like the local farmers. And many times... Grocers will put signage saying locally grown. And if you see that indication, uh, then that's a good time to support our local farmers. And you know that that item is in season.
1: Okay, that's a great tip. Yep. So we got to read the labels. Earlier, you said that we should only be grocery shopping once a week. I confess, I go to the store every other day. Because my husband loves bananas, my son loves strawberries, and they just don't keep. The other day I bought bananas, and by the afternoon they were brown. So Diana wants to know, how can we extend the life of our produce?
0: Yeah, I wish, right? I wish, but here's a great key. When you bring your produce, fresh produce home, whether it's lettuce, whether it's tomatoes, blueberries, whatever, don't wash them. And put them in your refrigerator. That moisture residue left over from that water will produce pathogens that will begin to rot and have your fruit or vegetable deteriorate. So, really place them into the coolers. And those coolers in your refrigerator are meant and designed for fresh fruits and vegetables or for the meats and cheeses and so forth. So, don't wash, I'll wash as you are going to use. Uh, So if you are going to eat a serving or two, then just wash that amount. Don't have it linger. Um, Also with bananas, oh boy, I know, right? We buy them when they're green and the next day they're already yellowed. Buy what you're going to use, but don't be afraid that if a banana does start to brown, you can still use it. You can place it in your refrigerator, which will increase how much it will brown But you can use that overripe fruit in your smoothie. And the great thing about using an overripe fruit is that you don't have to add all that extra sugar. That banana is going to provide plenty of fructose for you to consume. So buy what you need. And if you feel that you can go into a grocery store and just purchase strawberries or bananas or both and just that and escape the checkout lane for impulse buying, then you have some real stamina because I don't I don't think I could do that.
1: I can't do that. I don't have that kind of <laughs> willpower. <laughs> I always end up getting something that wasn't on the list. But I do love ripe bananas for other things like smoothies and banana bread. And even like if I peel them and chop them up and freeze them flat, put that in my Vitamix, it's almost like ice cream.
0: Mm, those are great alternatives. Thank you.
1: So what I hear you saying is, lean into what the produce is doing, what's in season, how it's ripening, rather than trying to force nature to be something that it's not. Okay, another question from Diana. We talked a little bit about coupons. How do I coupon without going to multiple stores? If I use a Kroger coupon, I still end up spending more than if I had just gone to Aldi or Walmart.
0: Well, those alternative grocery stores are wonderful, and uh, they do offer great produce. They might not be quite as fresh as other produce, but they are still very good condition. But really to maximize your savings, so when when stores produce their, their BOGO sales, their buy one, get one, try to have a coupon that goes along with it. You'll maximize your savings. So, you know, if a coupon is good for a week or two or a month or two, save it to when you see that BOGO. Remember, a grocery store will rotate what goes on sale and what is a BOGO each month. So if you know that, be aware, you know, look at items that are higher priced. it, one, one item for, for me that I always pay attention to is oatmeal and coffee, my coffee beans. So when it does go on sale, I'll buy plenty because those are shelf-stable food items, and they will get me through until the following month when those items go on sale. So be aware of how a store places their items on sale. And that's when you can purchase more. So save those coupons for the BOGO if you can. And if you can't, again, use coupons that are items that you and your family will enjoy consuming.
1: That's a great tip. So we have to track the sales until we figure out what the pattern is at our store and buy enough to hold us over until the next
0: sale. Another good uh, tip is to ask if they'll use the competitor's coupon. Many stores will. They want your business, and they'll figure that you're going to also impulse buy. So think about asking, uh, will you support this competitor's coupon or lower price? And all they'll do is they'll either the cashier will, will honor it, or they'll ask their store manager. And what's the worst they're going to say is no. But most likely, they want your business, and they will honor it. And that way, you're not making that extra tip to another grocery store.
1: That's awesome. Desiree asked a question. I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say, but here goes. In the past, during tight times, I have used a lot of rice, dried beans, pasta, canned tomatoes, etc. to save money and eat healthy. How important is that best by expiration date? Is it okay to eat food that is past its best by date?
0: I'm asked that question uh, frequently, and I have to say I've written blogs just about those expiration dates, but you need to pay attention to those dates, and it depends on what you are purchasing. If you are purchasing a canned food item and it is getting close or it has already expired, that means it's beginning to decline in its flavor, its nutritive value, its appearance, but it's still safe to eat within a week or two after can really go beyond. If it's an item such as a dairy, that is a temperature sensitive food. And it's also one that will promote growth of a food pathogen. So once you see that expiration date, you should really have it consumed by the following date, maybe the date after, but pay close attention to that. But when it comes to baby formula, there's no ifs, ands, or buts that when that expires, Absolutely throw it away. It it will decline very quickly in nutritive values. So baby formula is its own separate category when we consider a sell by or use by dates. A good tip, especially in our pantry, is paying attention to what's called the FIFO method, F-I-F-O, first in, first out which means we are always rotating our pantry. So that can of artichokes that seemed so delicious when we went to the store, found its way in the back of the pantry, and now it expired a year ago. We just wasted the cost of that can. So always rotate your cans. Not only will it help you use food before they expire, and you'll know exactly what's in your pantry and how to prepare your grocery list so that you are using items before they expire.
1: Oh, that's good. Sometimes I'll even take a picture of the pantry or the fridge so I can remember, yes, we have almond milk, no, we don't have strawberries or whatever.
0: That's a great idea, thank you. I've <laughs> never, I never thought of that, but absolutely. I just can
1: never remember. Okay, we got a few different versions of the same question asked by LaShonda, Ashley, and Kelly. Just, Do you have any general tips on preparing healthy, family-friendly meals on a budget? You mentioned that you're a working mom.
0: Yes, and uh, you want to always consider meals that stretch. If you can create some bulk meals, meals uh, that will last not only the next day, but also maybe— the next day, and you could take that meal for lunch. But liquid-based meals are easy. Uh, Stews, soups, casseroles, chili, those are all great meals to prepare that really do stretch. Uh, If you do have leftovers, don't discard them, save them. Perhaps you can use that leftover rice or those leftover beans in a casserole and create a meal from those food items. You know, once you throw food away, you have thrown your money away as well.
1: Yeah. What are some of your family's favorite meals?
0: I do a lot of soups. I mean, even in the summer, I know a lot of people are, you know, they only like soups in cold weather. I like soups in general. I also have a great pizza recipe uh, where it's a homemade pizza dough. It has about three or four ingredients. It makes two doughs for under the cost of a dollar. I will do that fairly frequently. Don't be afraid to use yeast. Uh, It's an easy ingredient. Just pay attention to the directions on temperature and you're good to go. You can create your own pizza for a fraction of the cost of not only takeout, but even the frozen pizzas that we, we buy at the store. And you can control your ingredients. So if you are on a low salt diet or low fat diet, You can control what you place on that pizza, and you can be very creative. You can get your kids involved uh, with making a pizza. So that's another common thing uh, I make all the time. I love casseroles. I'll make a dinner, and I'll save my leftovers, and I'll create uh, a, a casserole. And sometimes I'm so successful, they all want it again. It's sadly... You know, I can't recreate it because I don't have those exact same ingredients. So it's always a little bit different, but uh, it's a great tool to saving money.
1: Oh, I love that. I want to have dinner at your house. Pizza night sounds very fun and everyone can put the toppings that they want. So there's no arguing. Shannon and Debbie both brought up the idea of items that aren't food, but that can help us save money on food. So is there anything we should invest in? My next door neighbor, for example, has a deep freezer and she can pull out a pie or a, a turkey leg anytime she needs one. Are there any other items that can help us store food or keep food fresh when it's on sale?
0: If you do want to buy an extra refrigerator or an, a, a freezer, you know, that that's wonderful. But remember, there's an, a cost the initial cost to purchase that equipment, and then the monthly cost to run it. Food savers uh, or sealers, I should say, are another great tool. Again, there's that initial cost and then the cost for the sealing sheets that we have to consider. But if there are items that we can seal and freeze for later in our home refrigerator and freezer, that's a great tool to have. But again, just you need to enter all those costs into your budget. But that ceiling can actually prolong the life and quality of food for at least two times the amount it would last in the refrigerator and sometimes even three times the amount.
1: Oh, that's great. These are all such great tips. Just kind of closing my eyes and picturing my grocery store Going up and down each aisle, do you have any other tips? Can you walk us through the aisles of the store and offer any other advice that we haven't gotten to yet?
0: Don't go to the store hungry. Don't go angry and try to shop alone because you will save money. Now, remember, usually the perimeter of the stores is where you will find all of your fresh produce. You'll find your dairy all the items you need for good nutrition. It's the aisles that we sometimes need to be more savvy about. Avoiding an aisle like the snack food aisle is a wonderful way to save money. Those aisles really contain foods that are nutrient empty. And so they provide no benefit for our diet. Uh, Foods that are high in sugar, that bakery aisle, oh, it smells wonderful, but they are high in in fat and sugar. So shopping the perimeter uh, around the store is the best. But of course, you know, going up where your breads are or your, Uh, whole grains, shopping the canned food items. And of course the freezer section to find those frozen fruits and vegetables is also a great plan, but stay away from prepared foods. They're expensive. And uh, again, they don't provide as much nutritive value as, as another item would.
1: Okay, well, these are all great tips. Is there anything else you would want us to know?
0: Be prepared. You need to be prepared to go grocery shopping, creating the the meal plan of four to five meals a week, checking the flyers for coupons and what's reduced in price, looking in your refrigerator to see what's going to expire in your freezer and your pantry, and then going through the store strategically and try to avoid impulse buying whenever you can. And again, shop alone, don't go hungry and don't go angry to the store.
1: (laughs) Don't go angry, I love that. Yeah, and partners and children can add a lot to the cart.
0: One other tip I forgot. Remember that grocery stores or name brand products uh, will purchase what's called premium real estate in a grocery store. Those are items that are at your eye level. And they are more expensive. Don't diminish the value of a store brand item. And you'll find that usually above those name brands or just below. And those store brand items are many times made with the same ingredients. And sometimes they're even in the same facility, only they are relabeled. So if you are looking to save some money, uh, that's another good tip to follow.
1: Maria, thank you so much for all of this information. If people want to take your class or learn more about some of the resources, where can they turn?
0: First of all, if you want to learn all there is about grocery shopping, uh, check out my blog series, uh, Grocery Shopping for Your Health. It's an 18 post blog series that walks you through each aisle of the store, what to look for, how to shop and general tips. It's a, it's a wonderful resource, but also you could take all of our classes over at the extension office. Uh, just go to our county extension office, Sarasota, and there you can go onto our Eventbrite system. And there are just all kinds of wonderful classes to learn about uh, from purchasing seafood, but also about nature and uh, everything that we have available here in Florida.
1: Oh, so fun. And I know some of those classes are virtual. Is
0: that correct? Many are, yes. But there are some classes that are still in person. Uh, Some of my food uh, preservation classes I'm now doing in person. If anyone's interested in learning the basics of canning, uh, those are good classes. But we also have nature walks as well that are fun and informative. And it's just a nice experience to be outdoors again.
1: Oh, 100%. Yep. So something for everybody, whether you're in person or in another part of the state or listening, you know, even beyond. Maria, thank you so much for all these great tips.
0: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Dr. Maria
1: Portelos-Rometo is a family and consumer sciences agent with the UF-IFAS Sarasota Extension. I'm Dalia Colon. I produce The Zest with Andrew Lucas. This week we had help from Chandler Balcom and Hannah Abdel-Majid. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media.